We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, GSPN listeners. It's Adam here, and I'm here with some very, very exciting news. GSPN is expanding. You're probably a long-time listener at this point to the Eurostep podcast to Win in Six, but the Eurostep podcast network is now also going to be home to a new podcast, a Milwaukee Brewers podcast. It's called Cruising for a Bruising. It'll be hosted by a longtime friend of all of us at GSPN, Andrew Snyder, and I'll be coming along for the ride week to week too. Basically, the premise of the show is we are going to do our best to cover the Brewers just as well as we've covered the books, but there is a spin to it. Andrew is a long-time baseball expert, a fanatic for the entirety of his life, and then there's me. I am very much a rookie. I am new to this. I started watching the Brewers in the playoffs last year as my first taste of baseball. I loved it. I was hooked. I have been looking forward to the new season for quite some time. It's finally here. And every few days, week to week, as the season goes on, we are going to track all things Brewers, talk through everything, related to the Brew Crew on our podcast. This is the first episode. It will be posting on its own feed. So from now on, if you want to hear all the episodes of the show, you need to go to Cruising for a Bruising. That is crew as in C-R-E-W and brew as in B-R-E-W, Brew Crew, wherever you get your podcasts. Go hit subscribe and you'll get all episodes of Andrew and I's new show from there. You'll also hear regular reminders about it across your GSPN pods. So if you want to just dip in and out from time to time, please do that. We'd love any thoughts, any feedback, any support you can give us as we get the pod up off the ground. If you'd like to go and follow on Twitter, it's at BrewersGSPN and you'll find a new account. I hope you enjoy our first episode. I hope you'll stick with us for the many more to come. The 1-2 pitch, ball line to Yount, it's short, he throws, it's over! The Brewers have won the American League pennant! Milwaukee, you have a World Series! Hit in the air, Yount makes a great catch, and Juan Diemus has thrown the first no-hitter in Milwaukee Brewer history! Swings and here it is! A base hit in the right center! He's done it! 3,000 for Robin! And there's a drive in the left field! This is hit well! And it's gone! Morgan, a smash up the middle, base hit the center. Here comes Gomez. 
You're cruising for a bruising with me, baseball fanatic Andrew Snyder. And me, baseball beginner Adam McGee. As we talk all things Milwaukee Brewers for the Eurostep Podcast Network and Blue Wire Podcast, Adam, the day has come. We have a Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Did you ever think that when you started your journey covering the Milwaukee Bucks for uh, Behind the Buck Pass, and then transitioning that to the Win and Six podcast, which would eventually join the Eurostep Podcast Network. Did you think one day I'll also be talking about the Milwaukee Brewers uh, every week? No, never. In fact, I didn't think I would be doing this about a week ago, but you sent me a DM. You regularly send me DMs. This one was, this one was a good idea, Andrew. This one was a really good idea. And so the wheels started spinning very quickly. We've got all things in motion, and here we are, ready to go, just like the Milwaukee Brewers ahead of the new MLB season. So if you downloaded this podcast because, you know, either you, you listen to the Eurostep or win in six, or you're just a Brewers fan and you're cur- curious, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of background on ourselves so that as we cover the Brewers throughout the uh, 2022 season, you know a little bit about how we got here. So like I said, my name's Andrew Snyder. I'm a baseball fanatic a baseball obsessive uh my entire life uh i'm 30 years old uh so 30 years of baseball fandom i came out of the womb uh ready to swing a bat and throw a ball um now a a little interesting kind of history to to tie together why we're speaking so adam and i have been doing a movie podcast on and off for a better part of five or six years we met through the NBA blogosphere, obviously, as I mentioned, Adam uh, covers the Bucks. I have covered both uh, baseball and the NBA for various sites on Fansider, SB Nation. And I slid into his DMs when I saw him running uh, behind the Buck Pass. And I said, Adam, you do a great job running this site. I want to pick your brain and, and figure out how I could run a site. And through those conversations, we found out we had a deep love of movies. And so we started a movie podcast. Now it's it's still not making sense for you, listener, because you're like, okay, movies, great. Uh, by the way, that podcast is called Captured on Celluloid. If you like movies, uh, go ahead and listen to that as well. But from time to time, you know, as as I'm just like word vomiting thoughts I had to Adam, I you know felt fill him in on my baseball fan. He Adam's from Ireland, lives in Dublin, and you know not not a hotbed of baseball fandom. So I guess uh, for a to a large extent, his exposure to baseball fandom is this random guy from North Carolina just like uh, shouting thoughts about a league he doesn't follow to him. This is very true. To like to put that in context, I've had my dalliances with basically all North American major sports. I'm very much locked into all things NBA and have been for years. Have covered the books and various guises for probably close to eight years now um seven years something like that have podcasted about them for many years here on the Eurostep podcast network for just around the year at this point um I've watched plenty of NFL over the years I have at times um tuned into the NHL and tried to get in there unfortunately its schedule and the NBA's are not particularly compatible 
And the one sport that was just always the most alien to me, and I could never imagine getting into, and I would have just kind of flippantly been like, that's boring. I'm never going to watch that, was baseball. And it's probably the one, have I ever, have I ever held a baseball bat, Andrew? No, don't think so. Have I ever held a baseball? No, I don't think so, because you will not find those items in sporting goods stores in Ireland. So it's one of those things where over a long time, when someone like you, a hardcore baseball fan, has talked to me about baseball, I've, I have feigned interest politely. Um, but more than that, I've picked up bits and pieces here and there because I follow so many Milwaukee sports accounts, so many Wisconsin sports accounts. And when the Brewer season was on, I would see people talking, I would see clips going past, and I'd have a very general sense of how things were. And then last year, the Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA championship. And I thought, what other Wisconsin professional team can I bring my, my good luck, the clear good luck I brought? It wasn't an overnight success, but I'll take some credit. What other team could I bring that to? And finally, I decided to give baseball a try when the playoffs came around. And I loved it. And I fell in love with the Brewers. And I still know next to nothing about it. But I'm going to learn this season and I'm going to learn with you, Andrew, and I'm going to learn with all of our listeners. I hope many, many thousands of them. Like, I'm sure they're flocking as, as is. But that's, that's going to be part of the dynamic because, yeah, as you said, you are the baseball guy. Um, but we're going to have a kind of fun and interesting mix here, I think, where you're going to come with expert analysis and I'm going to ask the everyman questions maybe questions that to begin with are simpler than the everyman's questions um but all with the view of tracking this brewer season and seeing seeing where it goes yeah i think it's gonna be a fun time take uh the word expert with a grain of salt i like to think i know baseball but you know uh listeners you tell me if i really know baseball i came of age um during a time when Moneyball was published uh i'm uh a reader of people like Keith Law, Bill James back in the day. I, I advanced statistics and things of that nature and thinking about the game of baseball in, in a different way at the time is, is something that really appealed to me. So that's another big part of my fandom. So, uh, you know, I'll try and uh, look at the Brewers season and, and, and see if the results on the page are lining up with the performance on the field based on analytics and that sort of thing. Now, I do need to address one big elephant in the room. Go it on. would be inaccurate for me to say I'm a lifelong Brewers fan because I'm not. How we've come to this, uh, having this podcast is is kind of strange. Uh, I was a lifelong fan of Atlanta, um, who are obviously the defending World Series champions. Uh, as Adam can attest, some of the the DMing over the last uh, few months from me was me having a tough time reconciling being a lifelong fan of this team where some of the things about the, the corporate ownership and the uh, kind of the image the organization presents doesn't necessarily align with my values. That has nothing to do with the players on the field. I still have a lot of love and respect for the Atlanta team that, w- that won the World Series. But it, things like uh, the chop uh, and some other things like that and the way they treated Freddie Freeman in uh, free agency and kind of jettisoning their uh, franchise icon uh, rubbed me the wrong way. So this even leading, uh, even going back to the World Series when they were – 
leading up to the moment that should have been the peak of fandom, I was struggling with it. So I, I've been telling Adam, you know, the 2022 baseball season for me is going to be more about just I'm going to watch a lot of baseball. I'm going to follow storylines I care about, and I'm going to embrace what stands out to me. Uh, as a kid, I was the type of kid, you know, for Christmas, I would ask my parents for, you know, in, in April, please buy the MLB extra innings package. I'd watch a, a, a 7 p.m. game. Then I'd watch the end of a central time zone game. And then I would watch a, a West Coast game and fall asleep on the couch listening to probably Vince Gully calling a Dodgers game just because he was he was very comforting uh, to the ears. Uh, so I watched a lot of baseball. And that's that was my plan for the 2022 season. It's like if, if some things about the Atlanta organization aren't really doing it for me anymore, I'll just watch a lot of baseball. And during this time, Adam's like, you know, this newfound Brewers fan for him. He's like, you got to just make it the Brewers, make it the Brewers. And I said, they're going to be a piece of the puzzle. They're going to be a piece of the puzzle. There are multiple um, teams in the mix. The Brewers but, were there. They were among the finalists. And I have spent this offseason. I have a, a massive baseball jersey and jersey collection. I spent the offseason adding Brewers jerseys to my collection. I already had the beautiful Navy jersey. I had the uh, mid to early 2000s home jersey, which isn't the best looking jersey, but you know, it's got, it's got a certain appeal in terms of uh, if you watch a lot of baseball on ESPN in the, uh, the 2000s, just seeing that, that gold. And then I added a Corbin Burns, a William Thomas, a Christian Yelich and a Brewers hat to my collection to prepare myself. And then Adam, as the off season progressed, it just kind of became clear. Like what is 2022 going to be for me? I'm going to follow the Blue Brewers and I'm ready to fall in love with a baseball team organically at age 30. Craig Calcaterra's book that's coming out soon, Rethinking Fandom, kind of like gave me the the permission to allow myself to to, you know, open up my heart to the Milwaukee Brewers. And that's what we're doing together. I have some experience with Milwaukee sports teams, so I will say in opening your heart to the Milwaukee Brewers, be prepared that the Milwaukee Brewers may like stamp on your heart. Uh, this is a recurring team in Milwaukee sports. Of course, it was nice that the books managed to break that last year, but it is, it's something of a hurdle that the Brewers have yet to get past and there, there'll be plenty of heartbreaks along the way. As much as I think we frame a lot of this as you bringing me to this particular podcast, you, you convincing me, I have a sneaky feeling that I've unintentionally brought you to this place too, because of course I start watching baseball and i i opt to stick with my my milwaukee choices from the nba be a brewers fan and straight away i'm into a series that's milwaukee atlanta i'm noticing lots of things about atlanta and i'm just putting them to you as just again what the kind of dynamic of this podcast is going to be this uh wide-eyed man who's entered this world with no knowledge of what's going on and it's like hey look at this thing is that that's really a thing and yeah, by the time I can attest, you didn't really even enjoy uh, the World Series that you probably should have got to enjoy the way you did. So I take some responsibility. I feel bad about it, but maybe it's all going to work out for the best. We're here now. We've got a Brewers podcast. Maybe the Brewers will get you a World Series and you'll be able to enjoy that one a little bit more. That would be the dream. Well, yeah, even if it doesn't reach that point, I think I'm really excited about this journey just because of all the internal struggle we talked about, but also because like baseball is just the game that I 
identify with as like a, a true love in the sense of sport more than anything else. So getting an opportunity to talk about uh, a team with such a devoted fan base and like a, a fan base that hasn't experienced like the pinnacle of success, but still really supports their team. There's something really special to about that to me. I mean, I, I've since we like got the idea for this podcast, I've been looking at flights for Milwaukee and just trying to find find dates for when I can make a trip. But then I stopped myself because I said I'm I'm waiting till Adams there, and that's when I'm going. I will likely be seeing the Brewers at Fenway Park uh, on a trip uh, that was planned to to visit uh, my wife's family. And I just happened to notice all oh, the Brewers are in town. Well, I, I'm going to be there and you might get selfie videos of me uh, kind of talking about what's going on. But so even even though I come to this from a place of, you know, newness as well in terms of the Brewers, uh, I think uh, we're starting this journey at a very good time. I mean, this is arguably like the middle or the start of a potentially new golden era of Brewers baseball. I mean, we'll talk more specifics in in a later episode but you've got guys like Corbin Burns winning a Cy Young and his rotation mates Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta also being on that elite level I mean you've got uh Christian Yelich hoping to back bounce back to MVP form I mean this is a really fun time to watch Brewers baseball and like I'm I'm coming in with that same wide-eyed appreciation for for what I'm walking into as well, just because of the time I'm coming into it. And the, you know, you come off a disappointing division series loss uh, with a chip on your shoulder. I really think this is going to be a fun season and I'm going to get to learn things about Milwaukee Brewers fan culture, about like, like what the Milwaukee Brewers mean to their fans and to that city. And you and I are going to get to have kind of just, discussions about the game of baseball that I don't typically typically get to have because I'm having conversations with people that have no interest in learning about a game they've been following their whole life because they think they know everything where you and I like your interpretation of strategy or or roster building or something like that can open my eyes up to like new lines of thinking about the game just because you come in with that freshness so I think I think it's going to be a really fun season to talk about the Brewers and baseball in general. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, and I mean, I was kind of hooked and I didn't expect to be in just giving it a try in the playoffs, in part because that series was so, so tense, so unbelievably tense. It was really gripping to watch. Now, I immediately understood part of the reason it was so tense was because the Brewers could be offensively challenged. And from what I know of people I spoke to, that is not a new thing. That has been something that has long been the case for the franchise. Um, but as you talk to some of the great pitchers, if you've got pitching at that level, I think you're you're automatically going to have a chance. Like you're giving yourself a good base. You might be a move away, but you never know when a move like that could click into place or where you could find someone or when someone on your roster, maybe a Christian Yelich, could refine something and propel you to new heights. But there really was something for me in finally giving baseball a chance, finally giving in to the Andrew Snyders of the world and being like, yeah, yeah, you know, great American pastime. Let's see what this is like. I know maybe it's maybe it's the fact that I'm also a 30 year old man. Maybe I'm aging into baseball and it's more gentle pace because it, it's very, very appealing. And um, it's also something that I mean, the books and the NBA season reaching its business end very soon. And then you're going to have this long gap. You know, playoffs finish in the NBA, NFL season doesn't start for a long time, and this is where baseball comes into its own. And it does, it seems like a really fun thing to spend a lot of your summer. It's like, that's traditionally something over the years that would be a gap in the sports terms for me. And I I can really see myself enjoying it. So I'm I'm fully committed, as this would suggest. Um, I plan on watching a lot of brewers this year. I'm really trying to, get into the kind of nitty gritty and pick up as much as I can. There is a lot of stuff that I just do not know about. And I'll be upfront about that now. This is not going to be me telling you exactly how the brewers are going to be fixed as much as we're going to talk through it from our different perspectives and see what kind of conclusions we come to. And some of that I'm sure will be hilariously funny for people who are baseball fans where I start raving about like, I don't know, bunts or uh tie games and spring training which by the way andrew was news to me it's it seems very un-american i was i've been upset during spring training to be like okay this game's this game's tied i guess we're going to extra innings and it's like no it's just a it's just a tie game which i get it it's spring training and no no one watches it anyway but i'm watching and i it's still it's still i'm coming to terms with it I know you're brushing up on your Brewers history. Um, 
you're going to come to a point about another tie game in Milwaukee that you'll learn about that was uh, quite controversial. So when you get to that point, uh, let me know. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll touch on kind of like nuts and bolts about the 2022 Brewers in a further episode, but you're talking about like what hooked you in and what uh, made you a new baseball fan and really locked into the Brewers. So I, I like to to think about these things uh, with new fans because you're almost like uh, coming to it the way I would have as a child, just, you know, with, with fully formed cognitive skills where it's like something about this just grabs you and it might be a random player or a random aspect of the game. So I'll, I'll ask the, the question I have for you about your initial fandom. Is there a player who at this point is like your guy, your brewer? Who is that, Adam? It's, it's Rowdy Tough. I love his energy. I mean, there there's something about um, that team, and there obviously Manny Pena has now left. He's with the the Braves. If I'm if I'm right in saying that, you, we've done a kind yeah. of a trade here. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how That's, Brewers it's... fans feel about getting you in exchange for Manny Pena, but um, the whole clause up thing, which was obviously kind of the Brewers slogan throughout the 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 playoffs no matter what anyone may think of the slogan it was an example of the kind of bond amongst this team and the kind of unity there they they seem maybe i'm gonna find out maybe i'm gonna get some some nasty wake-up calls but they they seem like a kind of egoless group who are pulling together in the one direction and pretty easy to root for uh, and that honestly in a way reminds me of the milwaukee books the other milwaukee team that i've been following for years uh, who have reached a point where, yeah, they're the defending champions, but they're a perennial contender. And yet, you see the bond between the guys. You don't see a lot of the kind of the inner turmoil within within a roster, within a locker room, within a clubhouse, in this case, that can bring down good teams. This seems like just a genuinely kind of fun, easy-to-root-for group. But yeah, Rowdy Tellers was the guy from the playoffs last year that I gravitated to that I, I still in spring training when he's in the game, I'm, I'm watching twice as twice as close. I'm very Lorenzo Kane, another guy who he, he had that incredible catch where he hurt himself. And I was like, okay, you've got my attention uh, and a name I'd heard kind of over the years, plenty. And um, from just being on the periphery of all this, and I'm going to watch everything. Christian Yelich does very closely because that's again, that's someone who I was maybe more aware of, of than anyone else. Um, through this run of Wisconsin having, you know, they had all three um MVPs, NFL, NBA, and MLB at once. And to kind of jump in on this journey myself and find like, oh, he's he's kind of lost it a bit. It's it's not quite where it was. That's interesting. I hope that turns around. And I will definitely be watching that very, very closely. Yeah, it's hard not to love Rowdy Telez. I mean, he's just, uh, like you said, the, the energy and the joy that he brings to playing baseball is, is amazing. We'll touch more on Christian Yelich in our next episode as we talk about the 2022 season. But even though I'm telling you I'm coming to this with relatively fresh eyes, Adam, I've got to tell you, uh, this is a team I 
did watch last season because pretty much any time Corbin Burns was was on the mound, I was going to watch them play baseball. So I'm not totally unfamiliar with the Brewers and just as a guy that plays a lot of fantasy baseball and is just obsessed with this sport in general. I wasn't coming to this uh, uh, without any knowledge of the team. So I, too, have someone that on this Milwaukee Brewers team is just my guy. And and that guy is Willie Adamas. I am from uh, Durham, North Carolina. Willie uh, played for the the Durham Bulls, who were the AAA affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, who uh, obviously the Brewers acquired Willie from last year. Uh, he played, I think, around 190 or so games as Bull in 2017 and 2018 before being promoted to Tampa. And I just remember him as a guy with a great command of the plate. Like he, he draws a lot of walks, good, solid contact hitter, and just plays a really solid shortstop. So I love... Willie Adamas, just the way he plays the game. I, uh, it's, I, I was a mediocre shortstop growing up, so I'm always drawn to shortstops, second baseman, middle infielders, guys that uh, really pride themselves on playing solid defense. And then uh, his friendship with uh, Luis Urias is great because he was literally traded to replace him, and then Luis moved to third base, and then they became best friends. If you find the, uh, I think, a Will Salmon article in The Athletic, uh, it's just a tremendous story about how they bonded. So uh, if, if you know, I'm a Willie Adamas stan, so just if, if, if anyone listening also loves Willie Adamas, you know, if you want to, like, form, form like, a, a hangout group or, or a club after <laughs> games to talk about Willie Adamas plays, that'd be great. Adam, you did mention the, the Manny Pena for Andrew Snyder trade between Atlanta sure. and Milwaukee. I think that Atlanta was thinking of trading me uh, back during game six of the Eastern Conference Finals when great point. Uh, I went viral, not viral, viral to me on uh, local Milwaukee television wearing a Giannis uh, jersey after the Bucks defeated the Hawks. So I think uh, despite my Southern accent, Atlanta was ready to trade me at that point. It just took a while to get there. Yeah, you you traded in. That was the first step in trading in your kind of southern uh, sporting allegiances to make the shift to Milwaukee. And you know, Charlotte Hornets are hanging in there. But you know, let's let's see how this goes. Let's maybe we can we can win you over um, the full way. You've already you've already been there for one of the great moments in books history. Um, loudly and proudly celebrating after the game with Atlanta fans all around you. So I have hope. I believe you're you're ready for this Milwaukee journey. And I make this promise to to Brewers fans. If if there is an NLCS game on a weekend, maybe it doesn't even have to be on a weekend. I mean, if we get Dodgers Brewers and we'll get into our predictions in a later episode in the NLCS, you know, I work remote. I can I can be in Milwaukee. I can work my work day, you know, quick little live show and then we all go watch brewers baseball together i'm ready to have some cheese curds i'm ready for uh, a custard from cops uh, i've understood that it's, it's, it's a place i need to go if i do sure yeah you know, in milwaukee so i want to be your adopted son milwaukee bring me in uh, i'm excited about this baseball season i'm excited about the brewers i've already bandwagoned the bucks once so like it's it's a natural transition as someone who was uh, accepted embraced by the wide open arms of Milwaukee and its people many, many years ago. I think, I think you'll find plenty of takers for that. I think you'll find plenty of support and they'll be glad to have you on board. 
Um, if there's one thing Milwaukee sports fans like, it's other people who are prepared to um, support and take interest in Milwaukee sports because it's not easy being a smaller market. And no matter what league it is, uh, Milwaukee is one of the smaller the smaller markets in um, U.S. professional sports. So there is always a feeling of kind of an uphill battle in trying to compete. And yet, in spite of that, the Brewers are consistently competing at the top end in recent years. The Bucks are doing likewise. And I don't think there's ever been a time in Milwaukee sports history where it's just felt quite as apparent that, yeah, we can go and win anything and everything like Milwaukee sports truly can and Wisconsin sports can truly kind of be top of the pile. Uh, so I think that that kind of covers everything. We're going to, we're going to have uh, hopefully before the season opener, we're going to have um, a more kind of traditional baseball conversation where we'll talk some more about some of the players, some of our observations from spring training and uh, some thoughts for the season ahead We'll, I'll be relying heavily on you, Andrew, for your your opinion of the rest of the field and who's standing out to you and uh, who may be the greatest threats. Some teams, I will say, to even my relatively untrained eye, uh, are pretty obviously formidable, but we'll get into all of that then. Uh, but yeah, for now, I mean, just make sure that you're going, you're following us, so you can follow us on Twitter. The Cruising for a Bruising Twitter account is at BrewersGSPN. So you'll be familiar with GSPN potentially if you listen to me on Winning Six podcast or you listen to Ty and Rohan on uh, the Eurostep podcast or if you listen to all of us and Jordan Tresky when we do any kind of crossover content on the Eurostep podcast network. We've been producing a lot of books content over the last year um, as a group and even longer kind of a separate podcast before that. So nice and easy at Brewers GSPN. That's where you'll find cruising for a bruising on Twitter. The name, it's a play on words. We're not threatening you with violence. Um, it's a play on brew crew. So if you're looking to go and find this podcast in your uh, podcast platform of choice, it is crew, C-R-E-W, cruising for a uh, brew, B-R-E-W, bruising, which... I think will be very uh, apparent to people once they see it once and they'll get on board with it. But it's worth just literally spelling out to make sure people find the feed rather than search for uh, the, the more literal cruising for a bruising. I'm, I'm very happy with our, with our name though. Adam, I'm a man that loves a good beverage. So I, I too am often cruising for a bruising uh, there you go. when I head, when I head to a baseball game and you know, that's just going to feature more milwaukee brewers this year and i I couldn't be more excited but yeah follow us on twitter uh subscribe to the podcast tweet at me if you hate me tweet at me if you love my takes i mean just it's we're in this together it's baseball's a long season so there's give give your handle people people maybe this is for the first time to you they don't know you so they can find you at ac snide on twitter right yeah, that's that's me. If you want to hear a man with a southern accent talk about the Brewers, I'm gonna. I haven't been super active on on Twitter recently, and until the Oscars because of the film podcast, I'm gonna be tweeting a lot about the Brewers. Uh, I I already love this team just based on going through YouTube and watching basically a highlight recap of every single game from 2021. Like I've I've done a deep dive. I 
Scott MLB the show 22 I'm hitting homers with rowdy at Wrigley Field like it's it's I'm, I'm all in so uh yeah follow me and and you know just let us know how you like the podcast yeah you can find me on Twitter at Adam McGee 11 uh I hope you all enjoy our our intro I put that together last week trying to replicate something similar that I did a long time ago for the Milwaukee Bucks a collection of great brewers moments to get you all hyped up every time you tune in to listen to Andrew and I because I mean come on that's exactly the way you want to you want to be feeling as you start to listen to cruising for a bruising so I think that pretty much does it for now until the next time thanks all of you for tuning in make sure you follow subscribe tell your friends new brewers podcast in town we'll be back to you soon thank you Andrew thanks Adam go brewers The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.